Before we dive in, I wanna let you know about this amazing guide I've put together for you called Be Your Own Boss, the step-by-step guide to nailing down your niche, creating your first offer, and launching your dream business. If you're a new entrepreneur or you've been thinking about starting your business but you're not quite sure where to start or maybe you're not getting the clients you want, this guide is for you. Head to bit.ly slash startmybiz2020 or you can just look below this episode and click the link in there. All right, on to the show. What would it be like if right now you looked in your bank account and you saw an extra $500? What would that feel like? I mean, besides maybe wondering how that just manifested in your bank account, it would probably feel pretty amazing, right? Like, I bet when I said that, you instantly thought of what you would do with that money, and it probably felt really, really good to have it. That's what this episode is all about. I'm Angela Master Giacomo, and I want to help you launch, grow, and scale your business so you can have that freedom-filled life you desire. I left my nine to five six years ago to do exactly this and within the first year replaced my nine to five income, then doubled it and have been growing nonstop. Since then, I've been able to grow my business while traveling the world, road tripping across the country, speaking on stages, you name it. I have built a life that allows me to do what I love and do it all on my own terms. And that is exactly what I want to teach you. Launching, scaling, impact, creativity, brainstorming, we talk about it all on the story behind the journey, and we do it with the raw honesty that's going to help you not just dream about building your business, but actually get inspired to do it. So grab your favorite dessert and get ready to dive into all things business. This is the Story Behind the Journey podcast. Sometimes you just need to make a little cash, am I right? Or maybe you just wanna make a little extra cash. Listen, I am not here to judge. You might want some extra money for bills, but you also might just want it for a vacation. I know for me, I have been motivated by everything from paying my rent to saving up for my wedding to just wanting to buy new clothes. So it doesn't matter why you want to make money, the results are the same. And if you do wanna make a little extra cash, you are going to want to tune into this episode. Now, before we dive into the five ways you can do this, because you know me, I hate to leave you waiting. Like we are going to get straight to the good stuff pretty quickly. I want to tell you why I'm so excited to share this with you. And it's not just so you can make money. I mean, yes, that's great and all, but it's about what the money represents. It's what it allows for. And that is your freedom, your peace of mind, your security, I know how important it is to feel that security, and I know that when we feel safe and secure in our finances, it opens up so much more creativity. I mean, think about it. When you are really strapped for cash, when you are stressed about how you're going to make ends meet, or when you feel like you just don't have enough, it's hard to feel really enthusiastic or creative or optimistic about other things because all you can focus on is the thing that you are lacking, And it makes sense, right? It's a basic need to be able to pay our bills, buy groceries, or just feel safe. And so having money isn't just about having the money. It's about having that peace of mind and opening yourself up to be able to feel more creative or focus on the things that are going to grow your business or give you the life you want. It's about that peace of mind. And really, that cannot be understated. Now, I remember the moment I got laid off from my nine to five. This was 
before I'd started my company. And the first thing I remember feeling when they told me this, they pulled me aside and they said, Angela, you've done a great job, but we're downsizing. We're getting rid of this position and, you know, we don't really need you anymore. And I was shocked. You know, I'd only been at that job for less than six months. This was actually a new position that they had created and that I had helped them carve out. And now they were just deciding they didn't need me. And the first thing I remember thinking was, oh, my God, I just signed a lease on a new apartment. Like, what am I going to do? I don't have a year's worth of rent saved up. And I just remember so vividly that conversation. And it's like in the movies where they go and they like pack your little box full of stuff and they escort you down the hallway to, I don't know, make sure you don't destroy things as you go out, I guess. And I remember the look on my boss's face, like even she was crushed, you know, she hated that this was happening, but you know, what could she do? It came from higher up and everything else was just a blur. I was just so numb with worry. And that was all I could focus on is just what's next. What do I do now? And so that's why I say that as much as this episode is about having money for whatever you desire, I do get how much it means coming from just a security standpoint. I know that it buys freedom and it buys confidence and that is the most valuable thing. And that's what I really want to be able to give you today. Now, on the flip side, maybe you're here because you want to save up for something. You know, maybe you're here because you just want to splurge. Like you want to buy that new purse or you want to buy those new clothes or go on vacation or whatever it is. And listen, like I said, I get that too. It feels amazing to be able to do that. I remember one time I really, really wanted to buy new clothes. I was just like sick of looking at the clothes in my closet. I was kind of wanting to try out a new style. And I thought it would be really nice to just have a couple extra hundred dollars to spend on clothes, but I wanted to make that money independently. Like I didn't want to take from the money I already had. And so I ended up creating a plan to get that money. And you know what? It felt so good when I was able to take that couple hundred extra dollars that I had made specifically to buy clothes and go out and buy clothes. Like it felt amazing. And there's nothing like that feeling either. And That is really what I'm hoping to give you today is a way of doing that, of creating that feeling for yourself, that security, that empowerment, that confidence, because you absolutely deserve it. Okay, so here we go. These are the five ways that I have personally made extra money in my business. And I wanted to make sure to make these things that you could actually do in your business. I did an episode a while back, episode five, all about how to make money online. And so there's some additional ideas as well in there that have nothing to do with business. Um, But this one, I really wanted to focus on things that were gonna grow your business while also growing your bank account. Keep in mind, these can be done either as a one-off thing, you just do it one time and then you move on, or they can actually turn into ongoing things. So it really just depends on your preference, but there's a lot of opportunity here. The first thing, number one, is guest blogs. This has been a way that I have consistently been able to make anywhere from $300 to $500 a month just from writing these guest blogs. And I love this option because not only does it make you extra money, but it really helps grow your authority as well. So if you're writing guest blogs for different blogs in your industry, then you're getting out there in front of a different audience, you're sharing your expertise, you're really establishing yourself as somebody who knows what they're talking about as an authority in your industry and you're getting in front of their audience. And not only that, but it actually gives you content to share as well. So if you're writing this blog for somebody, then you're getting paid for it, that's great. 
you are establishing yourself as an authority. That's great. But you're also, now you have that piece of content that you can share to your email list or share on social media, share on LinkedIn, just get it out there. And it gives you a way to show up and add value and get paid all at once. I feel like this is something that people don't really know is even a possibility. I mean, I know that I didn't know it was a possibility until I got approached to do it. You know, I actually had an outlet probably about four years ago now reach out to me and say, hey, would you like to do this? And at first I did it for free. I didn't know you could get paid. But over time, I ended up asking them if they would pay me and they said yes. And not only that, but then when I would get approached by other people who would say, hey, I saw your blog on whatever site would you like to write for us too? I could say, yes, what's your budget? Or yes, this is my fee. And that is how I built up that network. Now, you don't have to wait for people to come find you. You can find them instead. You know, you can pick out maybe five to 10 blogs that you feel like are industry leaders for whatever your industry is and reach out to them and say like, hey, are you interested in having a guest writer? I do it a couple times a month for most of these blogs. It kind of depends. They might want you to do it once a week, once a month, somewhere in between. It really just depends. And not every blog will want to pay you. You know, you might have to find those places that are already making money and use their blog as a way to continue to show their expertise and make money. And those are really the ones that you're going to want to align with. So just something to keep in mind. Don't get discouraged if the first place or two you reach out to is not able to pay you. That doesn't mean that nobody will. It just means you have to find the right fit. But I really want you to spend some time looking at this because it's a lot of fun, especially if you love to write, especially if you want to test out new ideas or get in front of new people. Writing guest blogs can be a really, really good way to do that. Number two is a pop-up coaching group. This is something that I've done not only to earn extra money, but also to test out new ideas. For instance, if I'm thinking about niching further down or you know, maybe offering a new service, I'll do a pop-up group around that subject to see how it resonates. So for instance, since I own a PR company, I've done it around doing your own PR. So I did a pop-up coaching group around you know, doing your own PR. And I also started doing this recently, working with female entrepreneurs who want to add a new service to their offerings, but aren't sure what that is. And I help them do that. And that was because that's an area that I've been thinking about getting into is I've been thinking it might be really fun to work with businesses that are a little bit more established and they know that they want to take it to the next level. They want to get into that next income bracket, but they're not really sure what exactly they should be doing next. I would love to work with them to do that brainstorming, to get that idea out there. And so this was a way for me to start to do that and test it out. Now you can offer this in any way that works for you. You know, you could do once a week coaching, you could do monthly coaching, you could do it through Voxer, through Slack. It's really about whatever works for you and it's all up to your preference. For instance, if you love the feel of live coaching or your audience does, then probably getting on Zoom once a week is a great idea. But if your audience is really busy, if everybody has different schedules, um, if you guys are all introverts and you don't love speaking up on the phone in front of people, then maybe something like Slack or something like Voxer where you can just leave audio messages is a better fit. It just depends on what works for you, but there are a lot of options here. So no matter your preference, there's something for you. Plus, another great thing about group coaching is you can charge less and help more people. 
Now, especially if you're really new to this, you're just getting started, maybe you don't wanna charge a ton of money because you're still building your own resume and case studies, group coaching can be a really good way to not only build your own expertise, but to get in front of more people without charging them a ton of money. So this is a great option for that. And it's also a great introductory option. So maybe you do have high ticket coaching programs that you charge for, but maybe you wanna to start to get in front of people who are not quite as far along, don't quite have the budget for it, but you still wanna start establishing that relationship with them early, then maybe something like a lower cost group coaching program is the right fit for that. And even if you wanna keep this small, say to you know maybe five people per group coach so that you can really make sure to give them all attention, you could do this in say two different groups where you have five people and you have two different coaching groups. You know, maybe they're the same thing, but you coach these five people every Tuesday and you coach these five people every Thursday. And if you're charging them even say, you know, $97 a month for these 45 minute weekly Zoom check-ins, you know, you, you're just giving two hours twice a week and you're making about an extra $1,000 a month. Stop bad. And you can also even do upsells from this. So for instance, maybe somebody decides along the way, you know, hey, I love this group coaching, but I'd love to have some one-on-one -on -one check ins in between our coaching sessions. And then maybe you upsell them to Voxer support for another, you know, $97 a month or $197 a month or whatever it is that's going to make sense. Or maybe your business is one where templates can really help your customers. Maybe you do an upsell of, you know, okay, we're gonna do this group coaching, but for another $100 or $200, you can get these pre-made slides or these pre-made graphics or whatever it is. There are a lot of different things you can do here and it really builds on itself, which is a lot of fun. The third thing is to offer a membership. Now, this is something I did this year because I wanted a low cost way to serve more people, to start to get in with more people at the ground floor who maybe couldn't afford my higher price services, but were curious about working with me. And I also wanted to have more impact. And I knew that I could do that through having a membership. Now, this doesn't have to be overwhelming. I got started with a website sales page on Squarespace and a PayPal link for payment. And that is it. I do the calls on Zoom, they get notifications of what's going on in their email, and I do the community building in the Facebook group. And then as it grew, I added a little bit more. You know, I invested in Thrivecart, I did some affiliate work, I started to add more speakers to the lineup. But to start, I kept it really simple, and I think that's the key because really with any of these, but especially a membership, it can be very easy to get in your own head about it and be like, oh my God, I have to do this and I have to do this and this and this. And before you know it, you're not really doing anything because you're so overwhelmed by this task that you've given yourself of implementing 50 different things. And that's just too much. So I cannot emphasize this enough. Start simply and just figure it out as you go. So anyway, a membership can be a really great way to serve your audience. You really just wanna get the idea out there first and see how people respond to it. Now I will note that for my industry, which like I said, I'm in PR in the music industry, I had to do a lot of personal outreach around this and I even added some bonuses in for people who signed up for the full year rather than month to month. And this is an important thing to note because there are two reasons I did this. Number one, of course, it's always better to get that quicker upfront cash injection. You know, it's better to make say $500 all at once than it is to make it 
over the course of 12 months. It's better just to have that, especially if you're doing it because you want to save for something or you want to put that towards something right away. But the other reason is that I really wanted to ensure that people were staying in the group for a full year so that they could really get the most out of it. Because somebody who's just in the group for a month or two at a time is not going to get the same results as somebody who's been there for six months or 12 months. And so I think giving a lot of incentive to have that longevity, it really helps you in the long run because it helps your clients grow. It helps them see more results. And that, of course, helps you as you grow your business. So think about what kind of membership you can offer. I was really on the fence when I offered mine. My membership for musicians is called Thrive. And the way I've structured it is that usually once a month, we have a guest expert come in and speak on a subject that my members want to know more about. And then we also do a lot of check-ins in the group. Like, you know, we celebrate our wins every week. Sometimes we do Instagram audits where I or a guest speaker will go through and talk about what they can improve, what's working, what's not working. We did case studies for a while where I would show them examples of bands that were doing exactly what they wanted to be doing, whether that was touring full time or signing to a label, whatever it was, and sort of break down how they got there. So I've been experimenting with a lot of things. But the thing that I want to emphasize is that, again, you want to do something very simple. I made the mistake when I first started of trying to offer something every single week that was really high value for a very low cost. And I quickly burned out on that and had to restructure because initially I think I was doing, you know, one week I was doing a case study, one week I was doing a mastermind call, another one we were doing a Q&A, um, another one we were doing like an audit of their social media. And it, it was just too much for the price point I was offering. And not only that, but people get very easily overwhelmed. So even though you might feel like, okay, if I want to create a membership, I've got to, you know, go all out, give them absolutely everything they could ever want. It's actually, that's actually the opposite of what you want to do. You really are better off giving them less. This is a less is more situation because what people are really buying into most of the time with a membership is not all the information. It's really about the community and the support and the feeling they get. And so while it can be our tendency to throw a lot of information at them and think that we're giving them all this value, usually what they really want is that community and that support. So if you really just focus in on that, I think that's really where you'll have the most success. But you know your audience, experiment, see what they want. But I can't stress this enough. Keep this simple and just remember less is more. Number four is to offer mini services. So I've talked about this before, but when we got hit with COVID-19, a lot of our clients and people that we wanted to become clients, they couldn't afford these $1,200 campaigns every single month but they still wanted to work with us. They still wanted to do PR. And so we ended up creating these flex campaigns. And while this was something that we created for COVID-19, we might actually end up keeping it around longer. I don't know, we're still gonna feel it out, but it's been such a success and it's been such a great way to work with clients that we never would have gotten to work with, who will presumably come back to us later and work with us again. It's been such a great way to do that. And so. The way that these flex campaigns work, the way that you can offer your mini services is it allows you to work with a bunch of different budgets and test out new offerings. So for instance, we offer PR campaigns usually at different tiers and usually the lowest priced one is $500 a month. But with these mini services, what we've been doing is instead going, okay, what is your budget? And then depending on their budget, we create a service that fits that. 
And like I said, this has been a great way to work with people that might not have been able to work with us otherwise, but it's also been a really great way to test out new services, new ways of doing things, and that's been a lot of fun on our end as well. So you can adapt this to whatever your service is, but I suggest always asking them, what is your budget and creating something around that rather than just giving them a set number. Because I think when you give people a set number, it's very easy for them to quickly go, oh, that's too much or, or the opposite. Oh, that's too little. Like, you know, there are just so many traps that you can fall into. But I think if you say, what is your budget? You force them to really think about it. And when they come back at you with a number and you design something custom made for them around that, it's going to be a lot more difficult for them to then, you know, back out of it because they've already made the decision that they can afford that and that they're interested in working with you. And it just creates a more harmonious environment all around. Now, the last one, number five, is one-on-one consulting or coaching. This is the old standby. I think it will always work in a pinch. There is always someone who will pay you to help them solve a problem. And again, this could be something you do on a regular basis, or it could just be a one-off session if somebody just wants to bounce ideas off of you. You know, that's okay too. When I've done this, it's usually through finding referrals either from past clients or, you know, Facebook groups. I have a whole episode on finding clients in Facebook groups. That's episode 23. I definitely recommend that. It's one of my favorite strategies. Another way is to just ask friends or just simply start paying attention. You know, like I said, I have found people from seeing in a Facebook group that somebody had a certain question and maybe I answered their question and they reached out to me and we ended up chatting and they came on for a consultation. Or maybe a past client came to me and said, hey, you know, I only have this budget, but I really need your help with XYZ. And I said, okay, well, I can't do a done for you service with that price or with that budget, but what I can do is, you know, consult you on how to do it your own, and and that's what this would look like. So there are a lot of different ways you can do this. Again, it just depends on your audience and how your business is set up, but this is one of my favorite ways to get some quick cash, and not only that, but it's also a great way to get clear on your client's needs and the actual language that they use to describe those needs, which is great when it comes to sales and ad copy and designing new offers, because nothing really replaces all the information you get from that one-on-one. Okay, so to recap, the five ways that you can start making extra money in your business right now are number one, guest blogs, number two, pop-up coaching, number three, a membership site, number four, mini services, and number five, one-on-one coaching or consulting. I would love to know which is your favorite. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, if you want even more ideas on how to make money online, then check out episode five, how to make money online right now. That episode focuses on a few more ideas that we didn't talk about here, including some that have nothing to do with your business, but will definitely get you a little extra cash. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend who would like to grow their business. I would be so appreciative and it means a lot to me. So thank you and thank you for being here for another episode of the story behind the journey. I will talk to you very soon. Bye for now.